Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Uh, actually wanting this this god-awful rock to shuffle off no. its own mortal coil. <laughs> so I'm, no, I'm no meteor strike before I learn Hotel California. I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking relative, relatively. No, I don't, no, I don't no. worry about Hotel it. California. <laughs> I don't worry about it in the sense <laughs> that it's keeping me up at, at night, but I, I, you know, I've got brothers and sisters still serving Jonesy friends and, and family. And, uh, you know, while, while wars affect, uh, everyone you know it, it directly affects us those that have to go fight it so i'm always concerned about about stuff like that i'm yeah. uh pretty much set up guys um cavill yeah, we should have recorded that we should have put that in the yeah the I, I realized i realized i wasn't recording and i was like damn man <laughs> that that would have just been super super and in, interesting we've got your sandman the bgr the bgr the g stands for geopolitics <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got your uh sandman story your wonder man story uh did you guys want to oh, talk yeah, about that. that hercules stuff what was the hercules stuff <laughs> that it's I miss, so I know that they're making it. Yeah, uh, the Russo brothers came out and said that their approach to the music side of it uh, is taking an inspiration from uh, TikTok because that's how audiences have been uh, trained. So, uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? I, I, I don't know. That's how they explain. That's how they said explain it. as you would a child. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? So what I what I take from it. Uh, when they say that, let me get the exact quote here. Well, said, so, so as you're looking at up, here's my consternation. Here's my here's why I reacted that way. In Hercules, to mm -hmm. me, the singing is a fantastic part of that film. It's a linchpin of that film mm -hmm. to me. Like the the breaks to the them singing, fantastic. I to love the muses it. and stuff. And, and if they fuck up the muses with some TikTok bullshit. So here, here's what the uh, here's what Joe Joe Russo said. There are questions about how you translate it as a musical. Audiences uh, today have been trained by TikTok, right? What is their expectation of what that musical looks like and feels like? That can be a lot of fun and help us push the boundaries a little bit on how you execute a modern musical. Let me also give you this bit. They have said that this will focus more on Herc's uh, celebrity during his heroing, not necessarily him becoming a, a hero. So are they going to make this motherfucker a social media influencer? I, I, nothing I've seen says that it's, it's contemporary and setting. I hope to God not, <laughs> but I, I, just had, I just had images of, of the muses dancing TikTok dances, and that was awful in my brain. And, you know, is it going to be just short, like, you know, 30-second, one-minute-long singing sessions? I, I don't know. Parchment? Is people going to hold out, out parchment for the announce? I don't know. Dancing parchment. <laughs> Jonesy does not look happy. <laughs> 
Well, so here's one of the things. It, it is interesting to me that Disney seems to be struggling with the fact that part and parcel to their animated features is the music. And as I watch something like Mulan just shit the bed, <laughs> while it wouldn't have been a good movie, it would have been a better movie with um, going to make a man out of you, right? Like mm-hmm. if you just like, give me something, right? Give, give me a dragon. Give me a cricket. Give me the music, right? There are elements from Disney movies that you could, that the question of how do you translate this for this? I remember there's a scene in triple X with Vin Diesel when he says to the tech guy, I want you to put all of that in there. Right. He's talking about like all the weapons, all the missiles, all the gadgets, put all that shit in this fucking Plymouth over here. Do it. (laughs) So same thing. You want to make a live action. Good. Go the fuck ahead. Put all that, take all that shit that I love, put over here. Just just drop it. (laughs) That's how you do it. That's how you translate it. It's very weird to me. Hello, welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast of the flagship and we're particularly international podcast of other this week. It's myself and Danny Bonaduce. No, no, no. Danny K. Bartlett. Sir, how's it going? I'm good, thank you, my friend. All good. The weather is so nice here. I am on the motorcycle more often than not, so I am a happy bummy. Nobody likes a fucking braggart. It's raining missiles here. So how about you keep oh, nice. your happy weather to yourself? And it's cold. It's cold and it's raining yeah. missiles. On the ones and twos, we have Kyle Malone producing the show fantastically well as usual. Kyle, how's it going? Uh, my mic is not on now. Crap. Uh, Just give me a thumbs up. I'm good. He gave me a thumbs up. His <laughs> mic is not on, but he gave me a thumbs up. Um, if you just heard my rant about Hercules, I'm sorry. I just, I'm seeing... Uh, Disney's track record with these live action films and while I do love Joe and Anthony Russo like the news just gives me a little bit of consternation um, but whatever we'll see what happens you know it's not my story it's not my story to tell um, maybe the TikTok generation will just latch on and you know what that's another complaint that I have I'm gonna sound like a get off the grass type of old man here with my Movember mustache with a little bit of, of salt and pepper in it the people that initially fell in love with this story, the people that are going to take their kids to go see this, want that stuff, right? They want that one-to-one translation. And while I understand that a one-to-one translation isn't always possible, generally the ones that are the most excited about taking their kids to see this stuff are the ones that initially fell in love with it. It's really weird to me to see, not weird, I understand it, but it's fascinating to me to see like a goofy movie coming back because the kids that loved Powerline and the songs from that movie are just so excited and they're adults and they're dressing up as Powerline and doing the dance and singing the song. And so it's strange to me that from their ivory tower, Disney can't look out and see like, oh, that, that's who we should be marketing. I saw a power, a Powerline costume during uh, Halloween. That's right. Yeah, button my shirt coming undone. So upset. Slips it over here. For those of you not watching the show, for those of you not watching the show, you miss my pecs. Anyway, um, (laughs) we've got a good show for you lined up. It's going to be a short one. Uh, We're talking Wendell and Wild, the new Netflix show or show. Oh, God. Movie from Key and Peele. Good to say Key and Peele. They're back. Um, And we've got an assortment of news. I think when we didn't talk about this before. 
Um, do you guys want to front load the movie and then just move on to the news? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Let us do it. So, Wendell and Wild is a 2022 stop-motion animated film from the minds of Keen Peel. It is directed by Henry Selleck, who is the man behind James the Giant Peach, a Night Before My, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Coraline. So you walk into this film kind of with an expectation of what what you think you're going to get. And here is the synopsis. From the delightfully wicked minds of Henry Selleck and Jordan Peele comes Wendell and Wilde, an animated tale about scheming demon brothers Wendell and Wilde, who enlist the aid of 13-year-old Cat Elliot, a tough teen with a load of guilt, to summon them to the land of the living. But what Cat demands in return leads to a brilliantly bizarre and comedic adventure like no other, an animated fantasy that defies the law of life and death, all told through the handmade artistry of stop motion animation. It's always interesting to me that in a synopsis, you have to say that something is brilliant, right? Like it's genius. It's brilliant. Like just let us do that. We'll do that. We'll yeah, tell you if it's brilliant. That's for us to decide. Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, it's got a stellar cast, right? So you've got Keegan-Michael Key. You've got Jordan Peele. You've got Lyric Ross from uh, This Is Us fame. Angela Bassett. James Hong. Um being rames right you're walking into this film and i will tell you straight up this film has an 81 percent from the critics and a 69 percent audience score i'm actually more in line with the audience on this film um i it's fine it's not a bad movie but again if you're walking into a film directed by henry Selick, i had this is my fault this is on me I walked in with expectations that this film couldn't meet and, you know, expectations of the thief of joy. And I'm curious whether or not had this been directed by someone else, would I have been as for lack of a better word, disappointed or no, not disappointed. Whelmed. Everyone's overwhelmed. People are underwhelmed. I'm whelmed. And I, I walked away from this film wanting more. And it, it, what I find is interesting. I'm glad I'm here with you, Danny, because I get to say this to your face, your handsome face. Um, this movie did the same thing that Black Adam did for me, where it introduced a side story or a backstory that was more interesting than the main story. We were introduced mm-hmm. to characters throughout the course of this film. And I was like, ooh, what's that? What's that piece yeah. of lore? What's going on there? And it's like, no, 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 that's, that's not what this is about. History? Yeah. And I'm like, that to me is more interesting than the story that we that we got. And so that was my frustration with the movie overall. The main focus of the film wasn't as interesting to me as those things. So while I think that it looks gorgeous, uh, I think it's well acted. And I think that it is it has a really fun and interesting musical um, soundtrack overall it just kind of fell flat for me i didn't think it was particularly funny um yeah whelmed whelmed is my word but i've said all that danny what do you think yeah well you said all that and i'm sitting there going yep i agree yeah what he said yeah that's what he said yeah i was (laughs) not over or underwhelmed either i um 
I, I, I struggled with trying to figure out what it actually was trying to be because it was interesting listening to the synopsis there because I'm like, well, that's not actually the movie I think we got because they talked about the double dealing and clever um, uh, cleverness of the demons. Demon like, brothers, well, they, yeah. They kind, of, they kind of bumbled into their ability to do what they wanted to do more by accident. And it's pretty much every other character that was scheming and backstabbing and double-crossing Um I didn't find the funny bits particularly funny. I thought the darkness was pretty dark. It went to some dark places occasionally and then kind of just brushed over them. Like, oh, holy shit, that was that was nasty. And then they almost like they tried to soften that up with a gag that followed, but the gag wasn't that funny. So it just left me like you a bit confused about what it was trying to be. And it ended up being pretty much none of the above, which is why our whelms were neither undered or overed. Uh, I was disappointed. But one of the notes I did make was I did love the soundtrack. I love the fact that the the parents, what was it on their on their little uh, classic stereo, the parents with yeah. dad's favorite music or something. And it was a punk song. It was some mm-hmm. female led punk song. Um, Carl, I know you haven't watched the movie yet, but he'll probably know what it is. I'm like, wow, that the dad was into some bizarre shit. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then the rest of the soundtrack was really good, <laughs> even with the. Um, with Ghost Town playing at the beginning. I, I thought the soundtrack was great. The acting was spot on. The character, the um, voice actor choices was spot on. I just don't think the movie kind of knew what it was trying to be. Um, and I did actually say to Carl off air, I, I would rate this below Nightmare and Coraline. Uh, I think Coraline's my favourite out of the, these stop motion ones um, because that was, it knew what it was trying to be and did it really well. This one, not sure what it was. So, yes. And, and here's well what's it. here's what's not fair about that comparison because I agree with everything that you said. Coraline is a story by Neil Gaiman. That is what you got, what you got, and that's probably why it is my favorite of those. So I, I would probably end up giving this movie a C. Um, yep. But yeah, I. It's hard to walk out of a Neil Gaiman either feature or show. We're going to talk about him later in the show uh, um, and be disappointed. So Coraline, yeah, is definitely of Intersuck's work. Definitely my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and, and like I said, that, that was uh, that you knew what you were getting. It was exactly what it should have been. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we probably enjoyed that more because oh, that's exactly what I wanted and I got exactly what I was expecting. And they did it really well. It looked beautiful. This one, Wendland Wild does look stunning. The attention to detail was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the more the more I think about that, those side characters, the, the, I can't remember the names. I'm used to this. But the janitor and the 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 friendly sister at the school, their history, like, well, they they've got some sort of love hate relationship going on. They're they're, they're demon yeah. hunters, or they were they had they had bears themselves. They're used to. I I want to know more about that. What what, what how what who how does he. That was far more interesting, wasn't it? Other than what we actually ended up getting story-wise. And you know what's funny? Their relationship actually kind of made me think of Blade. I started thinking of Blade and Whistler. So <laughs> their relationship <laughs> yes. was very much like, like that's what how it came off to me. Um, yeah. Just like that, not necessarily hate, but just like that. Um, they're both very strong-willed. And that yep. that comes through. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I would watch a prequel to this. Um, how does a demon hunter become a nun? Right? <laughs> how does a demon yeah. hunter become paralyzed? Like it was just, it was fascinating to me. And then there is, um, 
I can't tell if I want to spoil this movie or not. There are powers that are displayed in this movie. I'm like, what is that? How does what are what are her powers? Like, I'm really curious about that. And so I was more yeah, interested in that than the main. Yeah, story. I, I I don't want to go into too many spoilers either. But there were some questions, especially in the third act. Um, there were some questions about well, who gets to go up and who gets to come down, and why do they all get to go? Why are they all going down to the same place? Because they seem like, should we say, good people to me. So why would they go to what is in essence? not a nice place to go i i was a bit confused by that because it's a I theme park the whole... yeah but it wasn't exactly a fun theme park was it i think mean, i think that's in the trailer um that netflix are putting up for it when you you know when you open netflix and you click on the click on the icon it, that that's not a nice theme park that's not a happy place to be i don't want to go that way yeah i got the impression that um the parents were going to go down there so so i, I can explain that do you want to jump into spoilers Okay. I'm happy to. I, I don't um, know if Carl wants to tap out where how desperate he is not to not to be spoiled by this. Okay, we got an east west from Kyle. Gives zero shits. Okay. Um, and I, it's weird. Okay, I don't have too much to the say. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't have too much to say about this movie and spoilers. And like we can talk about the questions that we have, but I got the impression from the ending that. The parents were going to get a pass to go to this theme park that was going to be rebuilt. And I did not get the impression that they would be stuck there. They could just go when they wanted to. Um, There seemed to be some sort of reconciliation between Wendell Wilde and I cannot remember Ving Rames's name. Um, But that was 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 my takeaway. That was the bear itself, wasn't it? Beasel bear. That was the actual pink bear. Was called Beazle Bear. I'm yeah. trying to remember what the guy was too. Yeah, there were a couple of there were a couple of bits in there that I was confused about from a from a plot spoiler point of view. It's, it's the Buffalo Bills when he gave up. Thank you, thank you. Oh, this is see. Never this is why he's paid that. the big money, Jones. He comes up with that stuff. Yeah, whatever. Jones, uh, Carl just said Beazle, some buzzle, something. Um, it the the uh, right at the end when Wendell and Wild were, I think being captured by their dad and then the guy in the wheelchair gives up the demons that he's already captured which is the big demons other siblings let my friends go was he referring to wendell and wild and what why were they friends all of a sudden and then straight after that the big bad demon just went down and said come with me anyway it's almost like they weren't being captured they didn't need to be a trade-off and how come they suddenly became friends that payoff wasn't there for me i didn't um Maybe I, so. I might be confused when he said friends. I the only thing that I could think is that he was talking about Sister Hella, and you're just benefiting from being in her orbit, right? Because well, she can't be they, my friend. And sorry, no, sorry, Dungeon, but it, it, the big guy didn't come up even bothered by that. He literally just came up to get his kids, the two Wendell and Wild, to punish them or take them back. At no point right. did I actually feel like he was even threatening anybody else other than those two. In fact, when they were getting away and they were on top of the hearse, he was literally reaching for them. He gave two shits or did not give two shits about any other person. He wasn't up there. To I thought he the had world. all of them in his hand, didn't he? No, he only had the two. He just got, he just had his kids in his hand. The rest oh, were on the yeah. ground. So I was a bit confused. Yeah, about you're right. I don't know. Threatening you guys. Just let him take, let him take those two arsehole demons with him because they've been nothing but a pain in the ass for everybody. So why are you suddenly protecting them? Um, yeah. So yeah, there I was, there was a few. Hey, listen, Jonesy. I've got a question for you. Just on a broad stroke of this stuff. 
you know, right at the beginning, big spoilers right now, when the parents died. Yeah. Right? When, if that was a, let's say, I'm, I'm comparing it strangely to the beginning of Black Adam, where how stupidly hidden the crown was, where yes. they just went up into the mountains, walked through a crack in the mountains, and there was a sign on the wall that says, here lies the secret place of the, the crown. Well, it's not mm -hmm. a fucking secret. You just told us it's here. And then when they yeah. walked in, it was literally just there floating in midair. So that was the worst hidden, sorry for spoilers on Black Adam, anybody out there now, um, worst hidden crown thing ever. And that would have been something that I would have said if I didn't say it the other week, was really shitty writing. And that was awful. And that was terrible. And blah, blah, blah. No, Do no, you were telling me how advice. brilliant it was. Not that bit. That bit was stupid. Uh, <laughs> but at the beginning, when they die, I don't understand why the mum was having a conversation with the kid about getting out of the car and why they weren't trying to unclip the husband's seatbelt because he was clearly. I think she was. So I think she pushed the kid out and was what it looked like to me was she pushed the kid out and turned to try to get him out. Now, to your question, why you wouldn't do that first? I you know, don't because know. they had air in the car, right? That, yes. the, the water only came in when when she undid the window, which was yes. okay. I get that bit because soon you're going to not be able to do that. But unlock your husband, have the yes. conversation with your daughter. In a moment, I'm going to undo the window, and we'll all get out. And so, mm -hmm. I was my question was in a live action film. Do you think there's a little bit of letting them not, for want of a better word, get away with stuff like that to drive the story forwards? where we wouldn't be so quite so critical because it's animation compared to live action. Genuine question. Because I was sitting there going, oh, well, it drives the movie. I, I get why they did it, but. I agree. Think? Um, I think in a live action movie, you would probably have more shots of a stuck seatbelt. You would have somebody trying to get it undone and you would like a close up on the hands, like somebody grabbing and shaking and trying to get the seatbelt undone. And then a realization like, well, fuck, we're not going to get out of this. And so you get the you. kid out. And I do think that probably because it was animation, yeah, we give it a pass. Because it was animation, not because it was budget on the animation, because I can't see that being the like screen time, runtime. That I don't know. I well, so for runtime, probably not, because I no. that is, you know, what, less than half a second of a shot. But of on like, a show I like this, that's a lot of work though, right? Yeah. That, that could be a lot of work on a stop motion animation show. That, that could be some poor guy's job for a day. Just that little scene. Yeah. I mean, the cheat is to do voice, right? He's stuck. I right. can't. Da, da, da. Like, so that is one way around it. And for whatever reason, yeah. they just didn't. And so yeah. I think just the expectation I, is because it's animation, we give it a pass. Yeah. And I think that's where I led. I'm like, oh, oh, well, that's silly. But OK, anyway, let's just enjoy the movie because this is the beginning. It hasn't really started yet. Let's get on with it. Yeah. But it was it was interesting, especially in light of kind of what we we're just talking about a little bit with Hercules and the Disney boss this week talking about animation not being not being for adults. So the whole I'm, well, you know, I particularly agree with I think it was. Del Toro, right, that said um, that animation is just a medium. It's not necessarily for young or old. It's just a medium, just like anything yep. else, whether it's print or visual. It's just a way of telling stories. It's not for adults or kids or either, either or. Um, and that was it, because this was definitely a dark show. It's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's for young kiddies. It's a dark show. There's, geez, there's some, there's some killing in it and some stuff. Um, yeah. 
my mom does that and it drives me nuts where she says um like i will ask her has she seen something and she'll say it's a cartoon like if i say that's a cartoon she's like ah and she's immediately done with it and so like we were talking about spider-man into the spider-verse and i for it was somebody else that was talking about how awesome it was she's like i never saw it i was like i told you to watch it and she's like well i can't why did i watch it because it's animation she goes how and she immediately wrote it off it was like they're telling you this is one of the best Spider-Man movies, period. Yeah. Animated, live action, whatever. And you're just like, fuck it. It's a cartoon. I want to watch it. Fuck you, mom. Yeah. Yeah, shame. And and it, I think the, the reason why my ramblings went because of Hercules, because that, that reference to TikTok is the younger people using TikTok. The kids use TikTok. I love you, mom. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Jonesy, mom. Um, but you should watch Spider- Into the Spider-Verse. God damn it. Um, but anyway, I ramble on. Um, Coraline, I agree with your score. Jonesy, I would go see. It's you know, yeah. check it out. I would recommend it if you're sitting at home and you're doing the whole Netflix and chill, and you'd like those kind of movies. But I wouldn't necessarily say put it to the top of your list. Yeah, it's uh, one. The last thing I'll say about it is uh, what I think is interesting is that when I had cable, if I'm flipping through the channels, even if I had cable now, Coraline is on. I will stop. Not necessarily with uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. For some reason, like I, I acknowledge that it is good, but it's not one that I that repeat viewings do anything for me. But I would tolerate it for like, oh, it's Christmas time, let's watch it. Um, yep. So yeah, this I wouldn't. I have no compunction to go back and watch it again. Nope. But if you told me you were making a sequel or a prequel. That was about those characters. I would be the about. I mean, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the janitor. Oh, and, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I yeah. want. Anyway, have we uh, successfully enticed or deterred you, Kyle, from watching or not watching this film? That's I, what it's all about. What does I, Kyle think? I was interested, and now you guys have made it to where I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw, like, so you know what, throw it on. I'm really curious. Uh, I, I got so much stuff I have to watch. I can't fill it. That, that's like Nick telling me, uh, we should watch, uh, Morbius for, for Marvel multiverse. Mate. No, Nick, if you want to watch it, you, you, you watch it. I don't, but it'll be good. Con- no, no one, no one watched it. No one wants to watch someone talk about it months after no one, no one watched it. What are you talking about? It's Morbin time, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I got I got other things to watch. Everyone everyone should be watching uh the the Eminence in Shadow. That is a badass anime with a ridiculous character. Anyways, I'm get there. Bye. I'm watching Spy's Family. I'll get there. Spy Family um, is great. Don't need to pronounce the X on that one. What Spy Cross Family? It's not Spy. No, it's just Spy Family. That's weird. Well, so you got Hunter Hunter. It's not Hunter X Hunter. You got Spy Family, but then you then you got like high school DXD. So it is it is it is acceptable for us to not always know which times to pronounce the X and which times not. You all are the only people that I talk about this shit with. So the times <laughs> that it gets pronounced out loud here, it's right here. So yeah, I, I tell you the 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 strangest thing in the world is is listening to uh, audiobooks and from books that you've already read, you know, cause I, mm-hmm. I'd never had gotten into audio books before, uh, and checked out some that I'd, I'd read before and hearing things pronounced differently is a 
is a freak out moment because she's like, no. And then you realize yeah. that the the authors are generally <laughs> contacted uh, for yeah. pronunciation, and then you're like, ah, oh, you you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So the one yeah. of those, so not exactly one to one, but the one that I still will never accept is the pronunciation of Raz Al Ghul in Batman Begins. It's Rish. It's Rish. I don't care what you say. Anyway, guys, ready to move on? The thing that we we're all going to be watching. Because Avatar 2 needs to beat every other film ever. Avatar 2 just dropped the trailer. Listen, I, Kyle's shaking his head. You know everybody's going to watch this. Uh, <clears throat> don't lie. After 13, 13, 14 years? It's been about 13, 14 years. Um, all the jokes, all the memes, whatever. Everybody's going to watch this. It looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. Um you know, it's that's funny the if the not. That's hmm? the end of the review. That that's the end of the sense. Well, no, no. Here's the here's the other part. You know, if Navi were real people, I would feel racist for saying this. I can't tell these motherfuckers apart. Like they all <laughs> look the same to me, and so my ability to be attached to this, like one again, it's been 13, 14 years. So I, I like, I kind of remember. It's like dances with wolves, dances, dances, yeah, dances with wolves. Sure. <laughs> um, with blue people and like, but for their haircuts, I wouldn't rem I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. So it's fascinating to me that not only can I not tell them apart, but they've actually duplicated the avatar that Jake is using. So the guy, what was his name? Is a Korch, um, is back in this one. And he is going to be using a duplicate of Jake's body. And it's like, you you guys have just made the problem worse. Um, why would you do this? Why would you do this? Uh, anyway, aside from gorgeous looking, Danny, what is, do, you, do you even know who I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about when I say this? The words I, that are coming I, out I was... of my mouth to understand? Yeah, I do understand the word. I'm, I'm because it's been so long, like you said, well, almost 15 years. I'm... I had a couple of questions about that. So I'm going to come to that and hopefully questions? that will make sense. Well, I'm not sure. I literally just watched the trailer about two hours ago with my nephew, uh, my eldest nephew. And we both sat there and said, oh, that's really pretty. And then I looked at him when it was over and we went, we both at the same time went, nah, it's just, it looks really pretty. And this is one of those rare moments where I was actually like, because I normally don't like a trailer to give too much away. You and I have agreed on this. Remember, Bullet Train was mm -hmm. brilliant when it told us nothing, and then the second trailer came as up. But I actually felt like, well, I think you need to sell me on the story a little bit this time, because otherwise it's just pretty things. And I'm like, and I, it looks pretty, I will watch it, but is there, are they just going to repeat the same story? Is it just going to be the big bad humans with their machines come and try and trash a planet and we fight against the machines? And No, and this, this seems like... Part. It seems like we're getting more explanation of the world. So the first time it was about Jake getting accustomed to this avatar body and we're getting accustomed to the planet that we're on and he's getting accustomed to the Navi that he's with. Now it seems like this family that he has rallied around that, that he has drawn to him is um, so it's him and Natiri. They have kids and they're, going to another tribe for whatever reason i don't i don't know so this is the water tribe and so we're going to be introduced to this whole other culture 
that's there. So like, think about our planet. They're going from one continent, I don't know, yep. to another. Yep. And so it's going to be our interactions with them. And then Quaritch, who was mortally wounded in the first one, the the guy that was the Marine that was played by Stephen Lang has right, a yes. body yep. that is um, the same as Jake Sully's. And you can tell the difference oh, as wow. you're watching a trailer where, so like go back and watch it again. You'll see Jake, um, the guy that Sam Worthington um, yep. plays. He'll have a, a Marine high and tight and he will have a tattoo on his arm and then he'll be carrying a rifle. That's bad, Jake. Oh wow! Okay, I must do. I honestly wow, did wow, not wow, wow, that. Wow. I will watch, wow, wow, wow! I will watch it again for that. But like you now, now I'm like, well, shit! You're going to have to make him carry a gun all the time, and Jake not carry a gun, or something really, really bold that is completely different. Otherwise, in all that action with all those blue people and slightly less blue, I think the aqua ones are green. I mm-hmm. saw a slight tone changing color for those. Yeah, that's going to be confuddling, to say the least. Yeah. Yep. As but long yeah, as he trailer, says, you know, I'm Jake beautiful. from State Farm. <laughs> Every time he comes on screen. <laughs> Every time he's appears. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. Um, the other thing that makes me excited about this is Vin Diesel's in it. So since we have a film series that it seems to exclusively be about family, uh, the memes will continue. Let the memes flow. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Anything else to say? I've got nothing. I'm going to leave you for you 10 nothing. seconds to ramble. I've got nothing on that. looks pretty. I'll see it on the big screen. Um, but at the moment, it's just meh. You guys know the runtime? I assume it's going to be like three hours. It is three hours and uh, 10 minutes. Damn it. Soft but 10 minutes is just the credits. I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to say I was right. <laughs> yeah, it is, um, uh, it is too long for... It's too long for too me long, for something too that long, I don't too care. serious. Well, no, I just too I long, too serious. The the no, first I got, one I got a, I got I'm trying to find a Fast and Furious title. That oh, fits. <laughs> too serious. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Interrupt it's just talk. the uh, the first movie is just a a big tech demo, and it it sure it looked good, but it wasn't all that engrossing. It didn't feel all that epic to me, and I'm I'm not one for. 3d movies 3d entertainment in that in that way at least not now not the way that it's it's executed um so i just i have no care for it so to get me into a theater for uh for that long is just not gonna happen um i'm sorry but yeah three hours and 10 three hours and 12 minutes depending on who's who's writing up the the article but yeah that's that's a long film three hours and no 3d i wonder wow. I imagine oh, probably 3D? Will be some 3d i bet there will be i would assume i can look who knows who knows i Next thought story. it was i think I, even spider-man was, was yes 3D. it will be 3d yes all right well that's good at least we'll have something <laughs> next story moving on oh, moving man. on oh, man i've got this weird throat thing happening oh. i don't know what's going on i need water oh god it hurts anyway ah uh, so drink water <laughs> soldier 
Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, have some oh, mind, Jonesy. I need that. Don't um, add to my editing okay. work. No dying on on screen. You go off camera Man. to do that. Oh, I take that was. It's like I had this weird drainage. It's just <laughs> like I don't I have no idea what was going on in my throat. I don't know. It was like it was coming from a nasal passage down in my throat, and it was just really bad. It's terrible. <clears throat> I'm fine. Um. So anyway, Marvel has cast Wonder Man. Uh, Variety is reporting that Yaya Abdul Mateen. The second, or Deuce, as I call him, Deuce has been cast as Wonder Man. Uh, you know, as in, man, wonder what the fuck happened to that Matrix sequel. Anyway, this person that you know <laughs> from Watchmen and Aquaman, and definitely not the Matrix sequel, has been cast as Wonder Man. Not fan favorite Nathan Fillion, which I'm sure won't bother the internet at all. Um. I am, nah, whatever. Uh, it's going to be a TV show, and uh, it's going to star him. I have no idea how this is going to fit into the overall Marvel universe. Um, I'm fairly certain. Wasn't there a Wonder Man Easter egg in one of the Guardians movies? Or yes, posters. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Um, Ignore if that it. means anything at all. Just ignore it. Do okay. you want a little bit of context on who's working on the project and what else they're doing or have done with Marvel? Uh, Dan, uh so, so go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, and uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. There you go. You've already got it. Run. <laughs> yeah. So he's the guy that directed uh Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, um, which doesn't really uh bolster my confidence in the that project. is like outside of no way home that that's the that is the most solid phase four project we've got outside of uh logi as far as films that is a that is an iron man one level uh solid movie except for that third act uh, okay the the third act of almost every almost every marvel movie boils down and that's why we got the wonderful she hulk stuff i guess but uh I mean, literally, like, think about all the other films. Like, think about Phase 4 in its entirety. You're not going to get uh, um, crap. Not James, not James Webb, not Mark Webb. The dude that did uh, Spider-Man, no, the, the Spider-Man MCU trilogy. You're not going to get him on on anything. So if you if you were going to borrow anything from from Phase 4, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be this guy? Yeah, sure. Okay. I just... <laughs> You know, I'm not saying like I hate it. I don't want to see this. This isn't um uh Wonder Woman 84 vibes where I'm just like completely out. I'm just saying I'm not excited for the project. Um I do think I that, that I do think that Shang-Chi had really, really good setup. I really, really enjoyed the first two thirds of that film. I thought that the um relationship between father daughter and son is fantastic uh i really was interested in seeing where that went and when they went to um dark smoke monster and like smoke demons i was out so as a narrative emotional hook i was kind of out of that film you know what this is a different project but endings matter to me and we'll see what he does with this um Good luck. 
not against him. Just saying, you know, not particularly excited. That's all. But, you know, I guess I'm going to have to be because he's also directing um, Avengers, the King Dynasty. So I guess, guess I better fucking get on board or get off the train. Anyway. <laughs> Danny, what do you think? Save me from my rant. Uh, I, for different reasons, but I'm I'm not. I have no idea uh, who this character is. I have no no um, uh, thought on on this whatsoever. The choice of actor to play him, I have no idea if that's good, bad, or ugly. I have no idea who this this superhero is. So you can give me pretty much anything and anyone playing anything right now, and I wouldn't have a clue. So if if either of you can actually tell me who this guy is, this character is, and why I should give a shit, and whether or not he's like he's like Captain Marvel lever powerful, or if he's going to be as annoying as hell as that other show. Well, we had. so I'm fairly certain that they will uh, put their spin on it, but I can read you Variety's write up of the the comic book version. So. In the comic books, Williams is the son of a wealthy industrialist whose company, Williams Innovations, is run out of business due to competition from Stark Industries. In desperation, Simon turns to Baron Zemo, who gives Simon superpowers and directs him to infiltrate and then betray the Avengers. Eventually, Simon joins the Avengers in earnest and is eventually a founding member of the spinoff team, the West Coast Avengers. Um, so based so on that, I... Book, is he an Iron Man tech hero? He's not a. Uh, no. I don't even remember his powers. Isn't there a weird thing? Does he. It's like energy based stuff. Does he have some weird relationship with Vision? Or am I making that up? I like, don't recall. They use some of his. Oh, like a sexual I, think, I thought it was connection. the original Human Torch that was. You there? There's some tech stuff in, involved in, in that. You might be right about it being Vision, though. Mm. I'm going to have to find this. Anyway. Um, Strength, speed, stamina, uh, durability. Uh, he's got ionic energy-based abilities. So They can, they can okay. do a lot of whatever they, they want, basically. <laughs> he's kind of like, <laughs> he's, he's like a generic mutant slug, if you will. And I mean slug as in like uh, in the... Um, in the uh, uh, mechanical sense, you know, he can be used for for anything, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, this is annoying. Danny, can you ask questions while I? I've got lots of questions, particularly about this questions? particular. Category. What is it you're looking well, for specifically, Jonesy? I'm trying to find. I thought there was some relationship between Wonder Vision. Man and Vision. Um. Well, oh, here we go. The West Simon's body stuff. <laughs> Simon's body was about to be buried when it was captured by his brother, known as the Grim Reaper, who had already battled the Avengers, blaming them for Simon's death. The Reaper wanted to use the body to bribe the robotic Vision to accept a human body. The Vision refused, where it was first revealed that Vision's mind was based on Simon's own brain patterns. That's the connection. And we've got a rumor about a uh, Vision Quest series being developed yeah, yeah. so hmm i was just about to ask that question do we think that those are linked if we're bringing vision back it's to create that connection that you were just talking about jonesy i mean possible it would right be now. nice um as as much connective tissue as that they, they could build i think that'd be interesting um 
we'll see. But yeah, that's that's what my brain was kind of remembering from childhood. Um, Vision's brain patterns, Wonder Man. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Give me. Uh, does that excite you? Does that excite you at all? No. No. All right. Moving on. <laughs> no. Moving on. I promise some Neil Gaiman. We're bringing up Neil Gaiman. Lucifer season two has officially huh? been announced. Huh? Who? What? You mean the other one? You mean Enter the I'm Sandman, sorry. young man? Jesus, Sandman. Um, why was I thinking about? Oh, I know why. I'll tell you guys later. Um, I've got a surprise for you guys, and I'll tell you all later. Um, but anyway, yeah, Sandman is coming back. Season two has been announced. Um, they announced it on Twitter. The tweet has been deleted, but the deleted tweet, because the internet is forever, reads as follows. The dream continues. The Sandman will return with new episodes based on multiple volumes of the Neo Gaming graphic novel to explore even more stories of the endless. I am curious why the tweet was deleted. Um But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that the show was announced or that it was renewed. I thought it was really good, but it does speak to the number of people that watched it um, because we're in the era where Netflix isn't afraid to cancel shit, especially in the first season. But it seemed like there was a lot of care and money put into the production of this. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't want to go purely purely selfish reasons i haven't finished watching it yet i'm only four episodes in and i really am enjoying it myself and particularly how much care was taken on the visual side of things so without you know without knowing what happens at the end not, not without knowing which part of the stories they continue through don't want to talk about it too much but right now four eps in i'm happy for a season two as long as i, I was just about to say day. i'm done spoiling things for you this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, for those of you that aren't on the Discord, another user and I was it me and Zeb? Who was it? Uh, we yeah, accidentally spoiled. Yeah, we spoiled uh, the Barbarian for Danny <laughs> talking about the plot. Well, in fairness, I, I forgive you both because we, we you had chatted about it on the same show last week, and it was on our BGRTP um, channel on Discord, so it's absolutely fine. But obviously, I'm sitting there and going, okay. "Okay, keep talking. Don't talk too much." Oh shit! Now you've just talked. Oh well, now I know who. The- well, now I know who's probably the, oh, well, screw it. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> but I will bother because it sounds like it's actually a, a pretty good ride. So I'm okay with it. And I'm not a horror movie, you know, should we say fan. I enjoy some of them. But I'm happy that you guys enjoyed it. But yes, it's been pretty much spoiled for me now. <laughs> Sorry. But I knew when I started, I could have stopped reading. I could have switched off at any point. It's on me. Don't, 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 you and Zeb shouldn't lose too much sleep. Not that you probably give a shit, yes. but there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I've said a lot about the Sandman. What is there anything are you looking forward to a season two of this? Or does this accelerate your plans to finish season one? Yeah. Yeah, that was just going to yeah. say, all it's done now is, is ignite me. It's made me put it back to the top of the list and catch up on this show again because I really was enjoying it. And it was only because we moved house recently that it kind of got put on the back burner for, for work stuff reasons. But now I'm, I'm pretty much going to continue watching it tonight. As soon as the show's done, I'm going to stick out oh, wow. five on. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm glad how good it was. So, yeah. And 
I don't know if you saw this. They actually had some bonus episodes come out, which is super strange to me. Um, but I was excited to get it. I'm not complaining. It was just different. Yeah. Yeah, we so. haven't. I don't recall any any show ever doing that before, Mm-mm. and and to not even announce that just just drop them all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's fascinating, fascinating. Um, tweaking the business model, I like it. Um, so I'm reading through something that Kyle sent me right now. This sounds really bad. Uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery loses 2.3 billion dollars. Hence at imminent price hike for HBO Max. Uh, so this is breaking news that has just been posted on IGN. What I find fascinating about this is that they are removing content from HBO Max, <laughs> but are also going to yeah. charge more for it. Um, all right. So well, I, I've, this is I, I sent that because I know that we're at some point I think we're going to talk Witcher news tonight, right? And I figured that that yes. might be quite well connected to that with Warner Brothers and the recent reacquisition of a certain mr cavill yeah um so zaslav was on an earnings call and said spending money with abandon all in the service of building sub numbers is in our view deeply flawed um the audience will tell you what they love they'll spend time with it and they'll watch it and rewatch it we're trying to deliberate about trying to be deliberate about the shows that are helping us yeah mm. I, don't, I don't know if you i think it must have been in the same um the same interview as well uh jonesy that um the ceo also said that he's very much happy and keen to do more harry potter films if jk rowling agrees to so it sounds like he's he really wants to milk current ip that is worth some money although fantastic beast has kind of shown us a slightly different story uh but it yeah. does seem like they want yeah, lean towards the known properties to recoup some of that $3 billion that's been lost somewhere. Maybe yeah, they'll go I back like. and tell the actual story everyone was interested Watching. in, which was <laughs> yeah, the, the right, lead yeah. up to the fallout between uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald, <laughs> not a bunch of random crap in the middle after words, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time I watch one of those, I was like, why isn't the Jude Law story like the star, the front and center thing in this fucking thing? I'd give zero shits about Be careful. It. Jan- Janet thinks that this was the better idea. I mean, he's wrong. Janet's a not lot. here. He's wrong a lot. He's not here. <laughs> I'm going to beat him up while he's not here. He's wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> remember the guy that was telling me that sure he wasn't going to be the Black Panther? Remember that guy? Is that the same guy? History. Same guy, same guy, guy. recent history of wrongness. Um, So yeah, (laughs) this is interesting. I don't know how this business model works. Um, And Kyle has said this multiple times that it's just not a sustainable business model in in an environment and an economy where the expectation is constant, consistent growth for whatever it is. And so even if you saturate the market, not consistently growing is seen as bad. Yep. So I don't know how this works. Um, yeah. You know what? You know what would help? Making your content available around the world. Uh, so as I move from place to place and they can't figure out their licensing shit, uh, I have to cancel subscriptions because yep. stuff doesn't work wherever I go. So that's my two cents. 
also don't cancel projects that are done. You lost $3 billion, or I'm sorry, just over <laughs> two. That money that you spent on uh, Batgirl wasn't going to hurt you. You got nothing. It was a drop in a bucket. Anyway. Yeah, they, think, they even used that. Uh, they even used the Bat Batgirl logo for that story on IGN.com. Um, but that was a that the cost of that film is a drop in the ocean compared to the other two and a half billion that was lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see if uh, Black Adam and Henry Cavill can turn it around. And I guess that's a good way to transition into the other semi-related, the adjacent news about Henry Cavill. So as we've talked about for the last two weeks, Henry Cavill is back as superman but not only is he back as superman he is out as the witcher he's done uh and in his place will be um who's this kid it's one of the hymns right liam hemsworth liam, liam. liam. yes yeah, like it's one of them i can't fucking remember which one liam hemsworth uh who is the one that no one was happy about getting because he was in the hunger games and i guess his performance in the hunger games was uh suboptimal We'll use that word yeah. suboptimal. Um, I I really don't I don't remember that much about the Hunger Games. I remember them being mediocre generally. So, um, and I remember lots of hate about Rue. Something I don't remember. Anyway, um, there is a tweet uh, that someone posted online. This individual's name is Cursed Hat. And they said Henry Cavill has been fighting the showrunners for years, and it looks like he finally gave up his fight. Um, Kyle also sent an article about this, so I'm going to read his first. Uh, the line is, the toughest part for me was finding that balance between showrunner's vision and my love of the books and trying to bring that girl to the showrunner's visions. It's about... Treading a fine line there. It's the showrunner story, and so it's an adaptation. The tricky bit for me was finding Geralt from the book's place within that and being able to serve both as much as I could. The things that I pushed for, it was not necessarily just more dialogue. It was bringing more of the book accurate Geralt to the screen. All of my asks and requests were along the lines of just being more faithful to the source material. Uh, some of the other things I remember him saying was that he felt like in the books, you were much more in Geralt's head. And he wanted to bring more of that out into the series. Um, and it seems like the, this is going to be a bad way to put it, but I felt like the showrunners more titillated by the fact that all of the, the grunts that Cavill was doing were getting so much, uh, they were meme worthy. And because of that, that was seen as a great success um, creatively. And so you have this push and pull between those two things. Um, and it seems like Henry Cavill is now off-ramping into the DCEU, which uh, I, I'm glad, but good luck. So, Danny, what do you think? What do you think about either uh, Liam Hemsworth taking over the role or um, Henry Cavill's thoughts about this? Yes. Yeah, so I again, this is a um, uh, a property that I was not familiar with at all, either from the books or the games. So I do remember, and I made a couple of notes on this. I do remember the first season, even even though I liked the way that the timeline thing was being played, I thought that was quite clever. Um, 
I did enjoy the first season because Henry Cavill was playing The Witcher, but I do remember at the time, and it might be a little bit, you know, my memory might be a little bit fuggy, but I do remember thinking there's not much Witcher in this show. I thought he was the main character kind of thing running through my head. Um, so I did enjoy season two more because it seemed to be a bit more focus on him, but I had no idea what his character was meant to be like. So those comments and stuff that I've heard from from Henry Cavill since this story came up, since it, the news was that he wouldn't be in season four, et cetera, I did find that quite interesting. Oh, well, that would make sense because that would make me a bit more interested in the character The Witcher because as it stands, I'm only really interested in him for this show because it's Henry Cavill and he seems to be doing a great job as the character. Whether or not I would like that character more had he been more faithful to the books and or games, I don't know. But one of the reasons I liked the show as much as I did is because of him, which kind of does, and this is not necessarily fair on on the on the um, on uh, Liam Hemsworth, but I don't know if I'll even like the character as much if it's not Henry Cavill now. Now he's been replaced as well, and that's a whole other conversation. Uh, especially just on a side note on that, I particularly like the tweet that you sent about that very same subject, Jonesy, about the recasting of um, a, a different actor in a titular role as The Witcher. Um, so yeah, I, I'm. He's done the right thing. If everything that what we've seen from Henry Cavill is that the character was not what he wanted, what he expected and what he was originally sold maybe when he signed on, then yeah, fair play to him. You know, he's got other things to do. He's got other characters that he loves just as much, certain caped superhero. So fair play to him. Um, I guess it's going to have to see how season three plays out, whether or not I'm really going to be interested in season four, as far as Liam Hensworth concerned. Okay. Yeah, uh... I think my takeaway from this is I respect him more as an actor um, just based on this decision, right? Because it seems like he cares more about the process and the character than how successful it was. I got the impression that this is a pretty successful show. It was a spinoff yep. coming out. Um, they're even remastering their original game um, for current wow. gen systems. It's so a I get him from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get the impression that some of that has to do with the popularity of the show, right? Um, it is cyclical. It is um, like a symbiotic relationship. And for me, my entry point is like, I really did watch this because of him. I enjoy him as an actor. And so again, good on him for choosing basically the creativity, the process and the craft over a paycheck. Yep. And like you said before, Jonesy, about Netflix projects, they are they are very quick to drop them. And this one has proved popular enough to not just have a third, but to all at the moment, I'm sure that I'm sure that fourth season has been semi greenlit, as in I'm sure there's a lot riding on season three and a lot of what we're discussing right now, what might well make Netflix make a different decision. But at the moment, season four is going ahead, as far as we know, right? They've done some casting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's obviously a popular show, and I have no doubt that's influenced the games, and I've no doubt that's brought more people to check out the games and and all the books, which if people recommend them to me, I will check them out too. The books. I really enjoy the games. them. Oh, yep. never mind then. Yeah, sorry. The, yeah, the books. Stop it. <laughs> the books are supposed <laughs> to be really good. They are on my list. Um, I have less and less time to read nowadays, um, but I definitely have been audiobooking, and those are on my my list to get 
Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. Yeah, maybe someone on the podcast can drop me a uh, a, a yay or nay as far as the books are concerned. Yeah, jump on the Discord and let Danny know. Uh, should he be reading or listening to The Witcher? The Witcher. Reading, reading. My listening is my listening is educational stuff. My reading is entertainment stuff. So podcast What's more educational in learning about uh, a Witcher. It's educational. Uh, pretty much anything else. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I think that's it. I think we. Geopolitics are fascinating, and if you weren't listening to the pre-show, which uh, wasn't recorded, you missed out because we've covered everything from <laughs> North Korea to China to Russia to South Korea. Um, you know, we solved it. Uh, we have solved the geopolitical issues here, but it's a rough time here in South Korea between what happened in Itaewon over uh, Halloween and what's happening now between the missiles falling and... Um, jets being scrambled so be safe out there um yeah there's a this is this is a week from hell and i can't uh it has always been fascinating to me living in korea and seeing kind of the resiliency that people have living under the constant threat of a nuclear holocaust and wow when everyone else notices it's kind of fascinating but um, they live with it every day. So, uh, and then to throw on top of that, the tragedy, the deaths and injuries that happen uh, in a place I used to live. It's hard. So I was going to say, I was really surprised there were no uh, service members that were reported because that's, that's a, that's a place service members would be at, you know, that's where we lived. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, that was two literally two minutes from my house. So we are yeah. we soldiers love to part love to party so yeah yeah but yeah shocked shocked at um i'm i was shocked and grateful at the lack of uh service member injuries and deaths uh, because that my heart goes out to those folks that either knew somebody or that was injured themselves or knew somebody that passed away so yeah that was rough that was rough anyway I don't think I have any other stories to transition to to move off from that. Well, we, that, that, that seems that seems a, a good place to end things. There, it? And we're I so think we close can. to a sub hour show. We're at about an hour and two minutes. So good Sorry. job. Sorry, sorry. Got it. Got to keep it consistent, right? Got to keep it consistent. Uh, well, folks, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, Danny, where can the folks find you? Oh, they're going to have a hard job finding me now, mate, because I am out on the motorcycle so much more than, than that. Now the weather is beautiful here. So you'll find me on the road somewhere. Somewhere. Trying to get that horizon. Um, And folks, if you like what you heard, do all the socials, like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, jump on the Discord. Let us know what your thoughts are on any of the news we talked about today. Let us know what you thought about The Witcher. Let us know what you thought about Warner Brothers losing $2.3 billion. How do you lose that much money? Where is it? Where'd they put it? Check in the couch. Um, or if you had differing opinions about Wendell and Wilde, or if you agree with us, we would love to We would love to hear about it. You can find me at Sir Jonesius on all of those social platforms. 
and of course right here on breaking geek radio the podcast thanks to kyle for producing on the ones and twos and we will catch you on the next one hasta lasagna Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.